0: Section 25 of Father Thames. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Read by Adrian Stevens. Father Thames by Walter Higgins. Holiday Thames. Henley to Maidenhead. The western half of that portion of the river, which has for its bank the county of Buckinghamshire, might well be spoken of as holiday Thames, for it is on this lovely stretch that a great part of the more important river pleasure-making is done. Certainly we get boating at Richmond, Kingston, Malsey, etc., nearer the metropolis, but it is of the Saturday or Sunday afternoon sort where Londoners, weary from the week's labours, find rest and solace in a few brief hours of leisurely punting or rowing. But, between Maidenhead and Henley, at places like Sonning, Pangbourne and Cookham, folk live on or by the river, either in houseboats or waterside cottages. And the river is not just a diversion, but is for the time being the all-important thing. Nor is this difficult to understand, for the river here is extraordinarily beautiful, a place to linger in and dream away the hours. Henley, which commences the stretch, lies just within the borders of Oxfordshire, and here is celebrated what is, next to the boat race at Putney, the most famous of all Thames festivals, for Henley Regatta draws rowing men and women from all parts, and crews come from both the Old World and the New to compete in the open races. The river, then, is almost covered with craft of all sorts moored closely together, with just a narrow water lane down the centre for the passage of the competing boats, and the bright dresses and gay parasols of the ladies with the background of green trees all reflected in the water make a brilliant and pleasing spectacle. Henley A few miles below Henley is Great Marlow, a clean and compact little riverside town whose chief interest lies, perhaps, in the fact that here the poet Shelley lived for a time, writing some of his wonderful poems. Shelley spent much of his time on the river and learned to love it very much, so that, in after years, we find him writing from Italy, My thoughts forever cling to Windsor Forest and the copses of Marlow. The seven miles between Marlow and Maidenhead contain the most glorious scenery in the whole valley, for the river here, for a considerable distance, flows between gently rising hills whose slopes are richly wooded, the trees in many places coming right down to the water's edge, alike in spring when the fresh young green is spreading over the hillsides, and in autumn when the woods are afire with every tint of gold and brown, the Clifton Woods and the Quarry Woods of Marlow, with their mirrored reflections in the placid waters below, are indescribably beautiful. Above the woods, high on the Buckingham bank, stands Clifton House, magnificently situated. In the old mansion, which formerly stood on the spot, was first performed Thompson's Mask, Alfred, this is very interesting, for the mask contained Rule Britannia, composed by Dr. Arne, so here the tune was sung in public for the first time. At various spots along the stretch, we can see quite clearly the terraces which indicate the alteration in the position of the riverbed. High up towards the tops, sometimes actually at the tops of the hillsides, are the shallow, widespread gravel beds which show where, in the dim past, the original Great Thames flowed. See book one intro. Then lower down come other terraces, with more gravel beds, to show a second position of the river, when, after centuries, it had cut its way lower and diminished in volume. Well-marked terraces can be found on the Berkshire side of the river, between Maidenhead and Cookham, also at Remenham, not far from Henley, they are visible on both sides of the river at Reading. Above Reading, similar terraces with their beds of river gravel may be seen at Cullum and Chalsey, between Radley and Abingdon, and also at Oxford. End of section twenty-five.